Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Reading the Play is Australia's favourite source of NRL and horse racing tips. Our professional analysts provide the sporting enthusiasts with the best of the best. Get the best professional tips and previews from our tipsters direct to your phone. Readingtheplay.com. Jared, go on. You've got your 49ers cap on. It would have been off at halftime against the Detroit Lions. Jimmy, I was sitting in the corner in a fetal position, as I touched on before, having been on the Ravens and then the 49ers and uh, also loving the 49ers. I just thought they were... Uh, in a lot of trouble, uh, we go to that, that uh, Ravens-Chief game. Listen, I thought the Ravens completely got it wrong. I mean, their, their strength this season has been uh, running the ball and absolutely ramming it down the throat of their uh, uh, opponents. Yet against the Chiefs, where, again, all of the experts ex- expected that's where the Ravens would have their strength, their two running backs only had five possessions each across the four quarters. And, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson, some great coaching, I thought, from Andy Reid and his defensive co- uh, coordinator. Um, you know, the, the shutdown and pressure that they put on Lamar, uh, a, a lot of fake blitzes that um, that he fell for, it completely unsettled him. I thought he really lost his nerve. And Mahomes, I mean, the man is just a freak, isn't he? And their record now, the Chiefs, back in the Super Bowl. And um, I think, you know... Clearly, they're going to give it a big shake. The 49ers, well, they pulled it out, out of the fire in the second half. Um, but there's been a, you know, that's probably three halves of very poor football that they've played in their last six games. And they're now going to have another two-week break um, into the into the Super Bowl, come up as yeah, only minor favourites, I think. But uh, I think just a cracking game. We should see some a lot of points in attack, I would have thought. All of those games at home, too, for the 49ers. So, uh, well, those last two playoff games at home, too. So now they go to Allegiant Stadium, of course, for Super Bowl 58 against the Kansas City Chiefs. It was baffling. How did John Harbaugh get that so wrong? I don't know. Uh, Deeply experienced coach. So uh, I I don't know how that that plays out. But um, Mahomes, he is phenomenal. Like... I know this sounds strange, but I watched that quarterback series, and that's now 12 months old. So that was for last year. But I looked at that, and I thought to myself, what what else could you possibly want in a franchise player? He was everything that you could possibly want. He was respectful of the traditions of the Kansas City Chiefs. He was tough on his teammates, but not tougher than he was on himself. His preparation physically to get ready for games was extraordinary. He was respectful of the game itself but was ferocious in his competitiveness. Like, he's just perfect. And, and you know, he, he may not never get a, ever get a record that's, that's similar to Tom Brady's, but you can't tell me now that his impact on games is not as significant as the greatest quarterbacks that have ever played the game. So, um, Absolutely. And I, I think just touching on that too, Jimmy, this point about leadership, if you look at some of the video content that's been around leading into and then some of it posted after their last two games, um, 
they have really made it a, a really key focus, led by Mahomes and obviously Andy Reid, about being on the road. And the fact that people didn't expect them to be winning on the road and playing as well of, as they have. And, um, you know, there's no tougher venue to go to than Baltimore uh, for a playoff game like uh, that last weekend and just completely silenced the crowd. And then the the other thing, you always got to have your go-to man, right? And you, your go-to man was, um, you know, Rob Gronkowski, uh, uh, Randy Moss for Tom Brady, um, Jerry Rice for uh, Joe Montana. But he just goes to Travis Kelsey. And just when you thought Travis was older and a little bit slower and not quite going to make it, he comes up with some really big plays, especially in that first half against the Ravens and gets it done. What about your thoughts um, on the, on the uh, 49ers versus Detroit? game Tristan that must have been heartbreaking for you yeah it was heartbreaking and it was you know like just seeing even watching the game and seeing the the stadium packed there at Detroit was just phenomenal and um and you know like they 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 put in such a good first half effort and I I think the the thing that I still as as a fan take a lot of um you know I suppose solace out of is that they lost the game but they didn't deviate from their style that got them all the way through to that game in the first place. Like, they, it probably would have been easy to start kicking field goals or not going for it on the fourth down. And, and I'm certain, and I know a lot of people are critical of, of, of the coach for doing that, but that got them there. And, and you know, if, if you live by the sword, you've got to die by the sword um, at times. So I, I felt that was the right way to play it. I, I felt they were incredibly unlucky for the, uh, the, the the touchdown that really changed the momentum where it bounced off the uh, the, the yeah, helmet just... of, of the defensive player. Like, you know, that, that play happens again. It could have easily been a, an intercept and probably the game's a completely different result. And then obviously to compound that that situation with the fumble on the next drive, it just completely changed the momentum of the game. And um, and you could tell then that they, they were they, they were in a lot of trouble. But to their credit, they, they, they came back, they scored a touchdown on the last drive and, and gave themselves a, a, a little little shot. But, um, yeah, San Fran were too good in that second half. It sets up for a fantastic Super Bowl. I think we've got two two really good sides. We've got the, the, the best side all year in San Fran. We've got the most in form with the, the, the best quarterback in the league currently. Um, on the on the opposing side, it just there's going to be so many storylines. I think it's going to be an absolutely fantastic game, and um, and yeah, I can't wait for it. Right, well, that other, us, oh sorry. Well, Jared. I was just just about to say, uh, guys, the other big news out of the US this morning is uh, Ben Johnson pulling out of the interviews that he was having uh, with either the Seahawks or the Commanders and recommitting to Detroit. That's uh, enormous news because yeah, you know, what he has done with that attack for Detroit off the back of Campbell has been outstanding. So. Um, obviously, uh, only 37. He's going to get a head uh, coaching role when he wants, and clearly it will be his choice at some stage in the years to come. But that's just a very big win for the Lions. You can imagine that being a really big sell, right? Like Dan Campbell could sell that hard. Hey, mate, you're 37. It's all in front of you. Bill Belichick's just finished up, and he's 73. So, and here's the other thing you may never get another opportunity like this one and, and what you're building there. Yep. And these are the guys we're going to recruit. You know, this is this is what we need to add to our offense. So um, it is it is something special. Not a lot goes on in Detroit. You know, you, you tour the Ford factory and after that, there's not much going on. You go down to Ford Field. But um, the people there love their football team. And that, to see some of the scenes uh, oh. with the people uh, during those playoff games was um Absolutely fantastic. Righto, Tristan, get us to the market. I can't believe the Chiefs are the outsiders. 
It's a uh, fantastic market. It's a dollar seventy four the 49ers, two eleven the Chiefs, and two flat. The line went open at one and a half. It's now out to two. So there's going to be, um, you know, there's going to be differing opinions. We, we've taken a number of bets on this game already, and there's every time I look at a transaction, there's one for the other side on the team below, which doesn't normally happen like that. There's there's a lot of differing opinions. There's obviously a lot of people that are on your side of the fence, Jimmy, back in Kansas to. Uh, to, to, to come to the fore in a big game. But then, you know, people look at the season-long form of the 49ers and take that into account as well. 47 uh, flat, we've got the total points. So that's come down from 47 and a half as well. So obviously, Jared touched, and I think there's going to be plenty of points in this game. Um, you know, Super Bowls, you know, it, it's a bit like the the um, NRL. The, the totals always stay a little bit lower than if this game was a normal game during the regular season. We know how good Kansas' defence is, but... You know, I, I probably tend to agree there's going to be uh, plenty of point, points scored in this game. Well, I know a, a couple of experts in the US have already uh, suggested in the last 24 hours that they thought that the uh, total points would be somewhere around 44, 44 and a half. So um, if you're leaning that way, certainly under 47 is uh, clearly a nice angle. Uh, I, I I lean toward points. I think, uh, I think the second half opens up here. But, you know, we, we've got just an amazing... Um, countdown they do this so well with the week off um you know the two week lead into it all of the quality media coverage um yeah just out, out, outstanding event so we'll have our mvp votes we'll have our we'll do deep dive into the, the we've got a couple of weeks to do that obviously with the build-up too um but um i think patrick mahomes the clear favorite in that market and and that is understandable but there are a couple of big names that are um that are also going to play their part. Debo Samuel, I reckon, is uh, an underrated player when it comes to the importance that he provides for the 49ers. I know we're not going to go off early, Jared, but, gee, I tell you what, forget about the plus two and a half. I'd go the head-to-head for the Kansas City oh, Chiefs. Would you, Jimmy? All right, well, that, that throws a little bit of burly in the water for next week. Now, what about the MVP, though? I mean, this is going to be a bit of a furore, is it not, in the US, that... Yeah, Lamar Jackson's been the long odds on um, standout for MVP, and yet, you know, when it really mattered last weekend, was horrible. Tristan? Yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. I, I, I think, um, yeah, like, yeah, you'd be just disappointed with the, the performance. I think there were some plays there that if, if, uh, go, go, if, if, uh, could go a different way as well, if, um, particularly, holding the ball one yard out from the, the goal line. That might have changed the momentum too. So you, know, you can look at it from a number of ways. He was obviously very, very good throughout the course of the season. But, yeah, he'd be very disappointed with his effort there last week. I mean, if the votes were next week, surely Mahomes would have to be front and centre in the picture. Would, would he not? You know, the, the way that and what he's done leading the Chiefs through the, uh, the last few weeks when it actually matters and on the road... Um, yeah, anyway, very interesting. I know you got a lot of power, Jerry, but I don't think you're going to be able to change the voting to include the playoffs. So he, here's, no. he, here's the other way to look at it too, Jared, that Nico Hines wins the Dally M but loses in straight sets in the semifinals two years ago. And last year, Caelan Ponga narrowly wins it, but is Nathan Cleary not the best player in the league come the end of the grand final? So, um, yeah, there's, there's different ways. Strengths and weaknesses with every system, Jared. I agree, Jimmy, but I think, uh, you know, it was really Lamar the standout all year. I, I didn't think he was. And, and you know, I, I thought he ended up being last man standing after Purdy had a very poor couple of weeks. 
as opposed to being the absolute standout. And, you know, I think, you know, Ponga had an outstanding season and Nico Hines had an outstanding season and were clearly in the top two or three players of the season, whereas I, I don't know that that's the case with Lamar. So, anyway, interesting point. Dak Prescott does what... Uh, did what Dak Prescott does too. So there's another candidate that was that was taken out. 